Welcome to the Mama Theologians podcast. Mama Theologians is an online motherhood ministry on mission to revive spiritual growth in the midst of motherhood. We offer our devotional and narrative podcast episodes to further equip mothers in theological study, biblical literacy, and spiritual formation. We pray that God will use these offerings for His glory and that He will revive and deepen your spiritual growth in Jesus. You're listening to a narrative episode by Adrienne Garrison. Enjoy Adrienne's reading of her essay called Boundary Stones. Boundary Stones by Adrian Garrison. In ancient times, territories were marked and distinguished by boundary stones, large stones that served as landmarks and were used to divide the inherited lands of the twelve tribes of Israel. Several times in the Old Testament, we find warnings for those who cross these lines. Deuteronomy 19.14 You must not move your neighbor's boundary marker, which was set up by your ancestors to mark the inheritance you shall receive in the land that the Lord your God is giving you to possess. In Deuteronomy 27.17 Cursed is he who moved his neighbor's boundary stone, and let all the people say, Amen. Job 24.2 Men move boundary stones, they pasture stolen flocks. Proverbs 23.10 Do not move an ancient boundary stone or encroach on the fields of the fatherless. To move a boundary stone was an act of deception and thievery. And while this concept might seem foreign to our 21st century ears, the idea of boundaries is still deeply relevant to us. Consider this passage. Psalm 16, 6 and 7. Lord, you have assigned me my portion and my cup. You have made my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. God has apportioned us a certain territory, a realm of responsibilities for our earthly life. We are made in his image and called to steward and cultivate the space we are given. When I reflect on my life, I can see many times when I resisted where the boundary lines had fallen. As a teen, it always seemed like the fun was happening just beyond the boundary lines God had drawn from me. At that time, it seemed that these boundaries were arbitrary lines, drawn by parents who were out of touch and didn't understand. But when I crossed them, it was God I sinned against. Crossing these boundary lines brought pain into my life and caused pain in those around me. I learned through disobedience that there was purpose and goodness to the limits God and godly authorities had set for me. As a young professional, I ached for affirmation and recognition in my job as an educator, often taking on more responsibility than I could carry, striding across boundary lines and staking my claim on greater and greater territory for my own glory. It didn't take long for me to find that Even when my intentions were to help those I was serving, if I did it in my own strength, I was destined to fail. God knows exactly what we can do through him, and he sets our boundary lines in pleasant places, offering us a delightful inheritance. While I was fluent in the various methods of crossing the boundary lines, 
Lately, God has been working in my heart to see that I have fallen into another kind of mistake. I have been living too small, a series of hardships, a desert season for our family, had left me isolated, grieving, sometimes even angry and resentful. Praying through Psalm 27, the Holy Spirit began to convict me that if I was drawing in but still afraid of disappointment and hurt, I clearly wasn't taking refuge in the Lord. So where was I turning for protection from hardship? A shabby trench, one of my very own making. In an effort to protect myself from further harm, in an effort, again, to do things on my own terms without Christ who strengthens me, I had redrawn my boundary lines in smaller and smaller circles. I was startled that morning, Bible open in my lap, to find my spirit crouched and covered, surrounded by God's promises but living as though they weren't real. Fear can be a healthy response to imminent threat, and we are called to use wisdom. But I had found a way to take it too far, to guard my heart too fiercely, turning away from the bountiful inheritance God had specifically called me to cultivate. Relationships, ministry, talents, even my physical well-being. It felt too hard to navigate these things that were causing me so much disappointment. And isn't that the truth all the time? Working with broken human beings is risky work. We will get hurt. We will disappoint one another and even ourselves. But to draw in Refusing to nurture the landscape of our lives for fear of rejection or heartache is not God's way. We are stealing something from ourselves in this case, a rich inheritance, a pleasant place to reflect the goodness of our God. Mama, what is true of you in this season? As you sketch out your resolutions or envision the year ahead, Have you taken the time to prayerfully ask the Lord to reveal the boundary lines he has set for you? Ask him to search your heart. Are you tempted to overreach, coveting approval and affirmation from others by showing yourself to be greater than you actually are? Or are you feeling the urge to draw in too far to protect yourself from further disappointment by turning your back on the wide expanse of God's goodness in your life? Let's read Psalm 16, 6 through 9 again. Lord, you have assigned me my portion in my cup. You have made my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure. Dear Heavenly Father, may our bodies rest secure. May our hearts be glad and may our tongues rejoice in your goodness, O Lord. Lead us to be content in the boundary lines you have set for us, desiring only to know you more. Amen. Here are some practical takeaways. Number one, some basic examples of boundary stones can be found in the Ten Commandments. God set up to these things to protect his people from sin and destruction. Reflect on a time you crossed the boundary stone set for you by God's word. 
What were you looking for on the other side? What were the consequences? How have you resisted crossing the boundary stones recently? Number two, how can we help our children understand that these boundary stones exist to flourish them, not to frustrate them? Discuss this with your husband. Number three, there are many secular proverbs for women that encourage us to draw our own boundary lines. For mothers, the encouragement is often to draw in, lower the bar, expect less of ourselves, and put off our calling until our children require less of us. There can be shades of truth in all these cultural messages, but just as God would never call us to hustle for our worth, as culture does, neither does he want us to accept less than his plan for our lives. What cultural messages have been motivating your expectations of yourself? Journal out a list of these messages and prayerfully seek scriptural truth to better understand what God's expectations for you are. And lastly, number four. Another application of these scriptures on boundary stones is to consider how God feels when someone crosses our boundaries in friendship or relationship. Based on these scriptures, how do you think God feels when that happens? Some of examples of this would be friends that don't respect the biblical values we've set for our lives and try to get us to compromise. But more frequently in this phase of our lives, we may encounter someone who expects more out of us relationally than God is calling us to give. Specifically, they need Jesus, but they'd rather we be the ones to comfort them, encourage them, serve them, and meet their needs. When I have felt as though someone is crossing my boundaries, I've been so grateful for godly mentors in my life to discuss the situation with. Sometimes I need to soften my heart and better serve this person. But usually, I need to remember that the best thing I have to offer them is the truth about Jesus Christ. This has often resulted in rejection and abandonment, but I take heart in the fact that Jesus experienced this too. Boundaries remind us that we are human and that our Father in Heaven knows what is best for our lives. Adrienne Garrison lives in Bloomington, Indiana with her husband and their two little ones, soaking up the daily grace of a steadfast God. She's a contributing writer at Mama Theologians and Coffee and Crumbs, and her short stories have been featured in Literary Mama and Letters Journal. Adrienne believes magic takes the form of heart-to-heart conversations, petite fours, and walks in the woods. You can find more of her writing and sign up for her newsletter at adriengarrison.com. We are always so grateful for your support and for Apple Podcast ratings and reviews. These truly help make our podcast more searchable and accessible for mothers who are just like you and desire to pursue a deeper relationship with Jesus in the midst of motherhood. So if you've enjoyed this or any other episodes, it would be just such a delight to be able to read your rating and see your review. So as always, mama in the midst of the busy and hard yet high and beautiful privilege of motherhood, may you abide in Christ and grow more in love with him this week.